All right, welcome back in, everybody. We've got K-State West Virginia tonight right here on KFH. It's at West Virginia, Tommy, and we know in the Big 12 that road games are always going to be difficult, especially in that place. It's not exactly the same as it used to be without Bob Huggins there, certainly. And West Virginia right now is the lowest-ranked team in the Ken Palm out of the Big 12. But that lowest-ranked team in the Ken Palm, like for the Big 12, for example— is where, like, Wichita State has lived most of the year, right? They're in the 130s, which they're right ahead of Wichita State. So, yeah, they may be down there, but I would suspect, and I have not watched one second of West Virginia basketball this year, that beating West Virginia in Morgantown is no easy task. However, it's one K-State needs to accomplish here. K-State needs to get a win, uh, you know, like this, because— the other that just means the other road games are going to be even more difficult, and they got off to a great start, a win by a margin I don't think anybody saw coming, and now you can follow it up and go make a pretty big statement, I think, in the Big 12 early on. I mean, I think it's a good thing that you haven't watched any West Virginia basketball this season. They're not Not a good. second. They're not good not at all. Not one second. And they got blown out by Houston, and obviously Houston is one of the best teams in America. And that's that was a in really, Houston, though, right? I know, but that's a really difficult way to start off your conference schedule to go to Houston when you're a team that's struggling. They lost 89-55, to 55, and that, they lost by 44 points to, uh, to Houston. I mean, that's, that's bad. That's really bad, 34 points. They, I mean, it was a, a lot. And so, you know, West Virginia has struggled quite a bit ever since Bob Huggins left under that cloud of controversy. They lost a couple of players. You know, they, they've had a really difficult time bouncing back from that. Kansas State has an opportunity here to start off conference play in a really, really strong way. And, you know, I UCF is – they're not great. They're in the, at the bottom of the Big 12. There's no doubt about that. I thought Kansas State would win. I wasn't sure that I would see the Wildcats win by 25. You know, and so the, yeah. the margin of victory that the Wildcats won by – I think that sets you up really well to go to Morgantown. You've got that momentum going into that game. And really, it's a pretty, I think you would use the word advantageous. I would agree with that. Advantageous conference schedule for the Wildcats to get off to. And and we know how they struggled in the non-conference. And so if you can kind of ease into Big 12 play a little bit, man, that's going to be a whole lot better for you. You know, and what's interesting about it, too, and, and this could become the identity of a team here. Right, we say they struggled in the non-con, but they they had three losses, right? And and one was to USC at the time, Miami. I don't think you're too upset about any of those, either of those. Nebraska, uh, Nebraska's almost uh, they're a borderline top fifty team. Miami is a top fifty team, and USC is right there with K State right now. They haven't been quite as good. So they're all teams that are right there along with K-State. I I think – I was talking to Brandon Zinner about this yesterday. He brought this up. He's like, it's funny, like – because it's not like nobody – and nobody's wrong here, but it's like K-State had felt like they were worse than they were before they beat UCF by 25. They only have three losses. Now, they they didn't win some games by margins we thought they might, but they have some some nice wins mixed in there too. Like K-State's – like they, they, the metrics like them quite a bit. You know, they're 61. They need to be a little bit better than that, but probably they're right kind of where we thought they would be, right? Like, and that's, I, I think the Naquan Tomlin thing has made it a little bit more distracting, but you, you get West Virginia, then you've got a really tough one at Texas Tech. You get Baylor at home, 
You get Oklahoma State. And then you've got a re- – so we'll, we'll stop it there because then you have to go to Iowa State and to Houston. But, you know, th- there is a real opportunity to win two, if not three, of your next four, and that would be a really nice start. Like this year, I, I don't know what the conference record in the Big 12 is going to be for the last team that gets into the NCAA tournament, Tommy, but I do think there's a decent chance it's right at or just under 500, and that team could still get in because they will have piled up enough quality wins to get there. So if you're K-State, like, just, if you can just win the ones that you should, and that's not going to happen probably, like, teams are going to stumble in the Big 12. We, we know that historically, but at least, like, for goals and, and standards that we set on them, go win these against, the, like, you got to beat Oklahoma State, you got to beat West Virginia. UCF was a nice win. UCF, I mean, the metrics have liked UCF. Now, I don't know where they ultimately end up, but there's opportunities here for K-State and if they do finish middle of the pack, with all things considered this year, I think that's a pretty good achievement when you know you didn't have Naquan Tomlin for any of the games. Yeah, if you can finish middle of the pack in the Big 12, I think you go back to that three-game stretch in the non-conference when they went 3-0 and in those overtime games, and they easily could have dropped one, two, or all three of them. They won all three. One of them was against Villanova. And I think you look back on that, you know, if they can get around 500 in the conference, as you're looking at building that resume for the NCAA tournament, that three-game non-conference stretch, I think that's going to be critical for them. There's some personality built in those moments, too, I think. And one thing that I'm starting, like, I, I think that this coaching staff has done a tremendous job so far because... Tommy, I just don't think they're that talented compared to like the rest of the Big 12, and they've done a pretty good job. It's interesting what one game against UCF will do. We'll see if they can follow it up tonight. That game starts at 6. Of course, you'll hear it right here on the home of Wildcat Athletics. Uh, KFH pregame coverage begins at 5 o'clock with Wyatt Thompson. When we come back, we'll talk some Chiefs football. That's next. Dan Israel, executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network, joins us on Sports Daily. Sports Daily. 